0: our thoughts, words, and actions be wholly acceptable in your sight, O God, our Rock and our Redeemer. Today is the feast of Christ the King. It's a joyful Sunday. And it's the last Sunday after Pentecost, and next Sunday we're going to begin a new year together, a new liturgical year, with the first Sunday of Advent. We celebrate this day. We proclaim Christ is King. We came in jubilantly, singing, crowning with many crowds, with Sally playing on the trumpet, and we will depart proclaiming exuberantly, lifting our voices, singing Alleluia sing to Jesus, He the Scepter, he's the Throne. We have our finest white on today. You know, white that signals to us. That it's the celebration. It's the color of Christmas, the Easter, of all things. I mean, this is really something to celebrate, something explaining Christ is king, and this reign endures forever. And how we long for that reign when everything seems upside down in our world, when we are politically polarized as a nation, when civil discourse is not to be found. When people lose everything because of the medical debt, when children go to bed hungry in our land of plenty, how can we not pray something different? How can we not long for Christ's reign where the first will be last and the last will be first, where the poor and the hungry and those who weep are blessed? I pray that we long for that kingdom deeply, for that holy reign where every tear will be dry. Light to the and we will exist in and through the love of God. It's a day of triumph as we remember that it's not the powers of this world to have authority over us, but that Christ is our King. And so all that is good and hopeful and joyful, but then we get to today's Gospel reading. It's not what you would expect for a celebration for a King, Not this, not Jesus up on a cross suffering, not surrounded by two common criminals. Instead of triumph, we find humiliation. Instead of joy, we find pain. Instead of power, weakness. Instead of glory, we find humility. The gospel stands loudly in contrast to the rest of this day's events. It's so different, and that difference is the whole point. Because our King is not like other Kings. The reign of Christ is different from anything that we know. Our King has worn the crown of thorns. Our King has known pain. Our King showed compassion to the suffering in the midst of His own. Our King is glorious and triumphant, but not in the way of the world. Our King is glorious and triumphant in serving others, in showing compassion, and most of all, love. As we end our church year, it's helpful to think back in this past year we've been in the Gospel of Luke journeying through this gospel, and much of the journey has been an exploration of just how different God's kingdom is from what we experience here on earth. Time and again, we've heard about the of social order, about the last thing first and the last, and the first thing last. We've heard stories about the unlikely hero, about the person we wouldn't expect Jesus holds up as an example for us. We can think of, in the example of the lepers, it was only the Samaritan who came back. For Jesus tells the story about the Pharisee and the tax collector going up to pray, And Jesus tells us like, to, be, to be like the tax collector. For we think of the persistent widow, we hear about how in the kingdom, things are different. We've heard about how the kingdom economy is different than ours. That wealth needs to be put in its right place. That it does not need to receive top priority. That the kingdom's currency is love, not money. We can think back to Zacchaeus, the rich man who... Encountering Jesus' promised to give away half of all the deliverance. We have learned that faith the size of a mustard seed is enough. That entrance into the kingdom isn't reserved for whom we would think is most deserving or somehow special, but it is open to all. You can think about the stories we read where Jesus shares his meals with sinners. The kingdom is contrary to what we expect because it is a holy, sacred God place. It is not a place of this world. And we, all of us gathered here, of course, are we'll called to live as citizens of that kingdom, whoever and wherever we are. And while part of this is the individual call, it's also a community we strive to live out that calling, not just as individuals, but as a community, as Trinity Church. When I reflect on the past year, I can't just think of the scriptures. And I'm overwhelmed by all the ways we have lived as members of the kingdom here in Comfort. We have prayed together, fostering our relationship with God and with each other. Sunday worship gathering around this table week after week, through noonday prayer on Wednesdays, through healing prayer on Thursdays, for special services like when we gathered in the evenings to bless our animals, or last holiday season when we got together to bring the things that were broken when we were mourning in the business of the holiday season. we We celebrated our most sacred days with past Easter was glorious. We celebrated through brunches and picnics and coffee hours. We celebrated through baptisms and confirmations together. On the other hand, we've also mourned. We have mourned so many people together as a community. Two weeks ago on All Saints Day, we listened to the prayers. We prayed for everyone who died in the past year. And it was a lot of people. I think of the vergers, the lecturers, the lambs, the choir members, the people who came together to put together beautiful flower arrangements, the people who hosted the receptions after the pools, All the people that came together at and again, so we as a community could mourn well and show love to those who are weak we've cared for those around us in need, putting God's love into action in so many different ways. I think of what our outreach committee has done. Did you know here today, outreach has given close to $45,000 this year? And they're not even done. That. They've given funds to act in community suffering food country, that's for food country, Episcopal for relief and development. Habitat for Humanity, Mary Eunos Girls School, Vienna. All hands on deck! Build a bed, prison, outreach. Sorry, this list is long. Gaming Ground, Household Goods, the Teen Closet, and Massachusetts Coalition for the Homeless. Open Table, Newtown, St. Stephen's in Boston, and Creative Life Foundation. And beyond what our outreach committee has done, this community gathered around asking about police, offering them housing and food, and teaching them how to speak English, how to navigate this world that's so different from what they knew. We can also think of our parish care team that is formed as here, We've written countless notes and letters and checked up on people to see how they are doing. We, as Trinity Church, have proclaimed by the word and example that we have a King who is not of this world in the way that we care for each other. A King who is not worn just a beautiful crown wrought of precious metals, but a crown of thorns as well. Today, as I flourish this celebration. Another opportunity to get together and to celebrate what God is doing here in Concord. And stewardship is a little bit different. It's not just charitable giving. Stewardship is the proclamation of our values. It's saying that we align ourselves with Christ's kingdom, with God's way of being, Not the ways of this world. With our pledges, we are saying that we belong to a different economy. That what is important to us is different than what you might find in the rest of the world. One where money isn't just for making more money, but to help those in need. To create a place where everyone is welcome at the table where everyone finds a home, a place where every need is cared for and offered up in prayer. Suitship is so much more than just giving money. It's an awkward sign of our hearts' true belonging, saying to the world, this is who we are. We are citizens of Christ's kingdom. My friends, we have so much to celebrate this morning, so much joy to find here, so much of who we are as Trinity Church deserves celebration, deserves to be held up. Not because somehow we are better than others, not because we in our souls are worthy, but because we follow a king who proclaims a different world, And we strive in each and every day to be worthy citizens of that kingdom.